Hey, welcome to Go and Be the Church podcast. We talk about what scripture says the church should look like, how we are care for the broken, lift up the lost, and lose our lives for the gospel. We know this will change your life and leadership, relationships, and purpose, which is impacted by how we go and be the church. This is Pastor Josh from Cash Baptist Church. Just came off of Easter weekend. That's why we're had a little bit of a delay this week getting out this podcast. But go and be the church. Everything about what that means is wrapped around the resurrection. So we want to take this moment, talk about the resurrection, talk about how it changes us, how it changes the world, really how it changes everything in light of who we're supposed to be in Christ. But also just talking about some different things throughout the scriptures how God did mighty works, how the delay sometimes that God shows actually leads to deliverance, right? I mean, one of the things we see with the resurrection is that delay, that Friday when he dies, and that Saturday that was silent, and I'm sure that silence was deafening, like, God, where are you? Darkness came across the land. Where's the one who is the savior of the world, the one who was slain for the world? How is this for the world if you're no longer here? And so in the silence of that Saturday, there is a deliverance, which only God could do, only God could accomplish on Resurrection Sunday. So when we talk about Sunday's coming, we're talking about many times, if you think about your own life, why we all need a resurrected life is because we each have that Friday when death comes and Saturday when there is darkness and we need the one who can resurrect everything because in the delay, the deliverance that can only come from him, that's who we need most is him. And continuing this talk on the resurrection, every single thing that we've looked into with how Jesus responds to death without the darkest days, what comes about, and the one who says, I will work in the worst. You know, those are days that can get you down. But things that you've seen, how God's worked in your life, those little moments that say, hey, if God can do this in my 30, 40, 50 years, why shouldn't I trust him with all my years? And... I find this, uh, I got Adam over here with me, you know, just kind of his life, things he's talked about, how he couldn't even see how God was working through, times with military, times in sports. We talked a lot about this, the purpose, or even the conversations he's able to have with people about how God's worked, and everything he's seen in even the last three years, five years, he says, man, I'm starting to see God's purpose. So Adam, I was just wondering if you could talk about purpose, things that you've seen God do in your life that when you look back, you say, hey, he really is all wise. There really is a resurrected life he gives that the chapters I didn't even see make sense of these other chapters. And what does that look like in your life? What are some things that you can look back on and say, man, God, you did things I never could have accounted for? Right. So graduating high school, um, I knew I was going in the Navy. I had no idea where that would put me at, though. And when I was medically discharged from the Navy, 
I really didn't know what I was going to do. Obviously, I hadn't prepared or planned for that. So here I was, you know, 19 years old, did a year in the Navy, medically discharged, and had no plans. Um, so a friend of mine worked at the sheriff's office, and he said, hey, you know, I can just get you a, a job in the meantime over at the jail working as a civilian. It's nothing special, but it'll give you something to do for now. So I said, okay. Well, I took that job and it wasn't long after that, that they were all the COs over the jail were trying to get me to go to the corrections Academy. I'm just like, eh, that's not for me. I don't want to be stuck in the jail the rest of my life serving a 30 year sentence. <laughs> and, uh, whatever reason I felt like I was, you know, being called to go to the law enforcement Academy to come over to the sworn side. And I just, I didn't know why nobody in my immediate family has ever been a cop. I mean, usually, you know, a cop is your, your dad or your mom or somebody. Like there's no, there's no true legacy. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing. So I was just like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. And I mean, it wasn't even, I, I got out of FTO once I finished the Academy and it just started coming naturally to me. I just I feel like I'm naturally, it's something that I was good at. And then a year later I was promoted to detective. I mean, just got my degree in criminal justice and just, things kept aligning that I, I had, I have no idea how I got here, but I know that I didn't plan for this. So obviously, you know, I think God was, this is what God was calling me to do. I just natural at it and the encounters that I've had with people and being able to help people and save people that I would have never been able to do outside of this work. Being a cop gives you a, uh, there's a lot of unique situations that you're put in as a cop. That so I've never heard the origin story of Adam Basquette through all yeah. this. So, so this is interesting for me, guys. So I, there you have it. You know, just being a cop gives you a lot of unique situations. And I feel like that, you know, I, I was always kind of called to help people mm -hmm. in different ways. In high school, I did, uh, I did three years of being the assistant athletic trainer, you know, CPR certified, all that. I mean, as early as high school, taking and you never knew what that stuff would get right. used I just, in you know, these I ways. I didn't, didn't realize that even then in high school, that's that's helping people, you know. And then going in the military, and then doing this, and now working out of the church. It's just, you know, I feel like God's using me to reach people in this community and help people. And I, I feel like, you know, God puts people in funny places to reach people that He wants to be reached. And I feel like as a cop, you're definitely put in a unique situation to reach those communities that other people would have no, no way to. Right. Impact, like you know? you're speaking life into places that have death. Right. Exactly. With your yeah. actions, with your words, right. With just your presence. Yeah, and it takes, you know, there's some really broken people, just for instance, just say in our jail and the normal citizen preacher, it doesn't matter who it is. Christian can't just walk into our jail because it's a, it's a lockdown facility. So, you know, God has to have those special people with the authority to be able to work and walk inside the jail or walk inside these horrible places out in the community to try to fix that. Yeah, it's just and, not anybody. Right. You know, so, you know, God uses firemen. He uses teachers to reach kids. I mean, he, everybody's got a purpose for what they're doing. And you even think you at this moment in the 21st century in Lake County at the sheriff's office. Right. And all the things, you know, the third fastest growing county in the state of Florida. And yet you're getting used in people's lives that, like you said, you never would come in contact with if you were not in the position you're right. in. Right. Like it doesn't happen. And so one of the things, and this kind of phrase I've thought about before, God is like 
he's writing resurrection letters in your life. He's he's using your journey to tell a story, not only in your life, but other people's lives. I mean, here you are 23 years old, right? 24, but yeah. 24. Well, he looks 23. Okay. <laughs> Just so y'all know, I'm 35, but I look like I'm 45. So there's that. Well, we can ask my wife. She might tell you I look 34. That is neither here nor there, but that's just extra. Here's what I'm getting at. So talk about Jesus resurrecting Lazarus. Story doesn't end in death. Kind of say some things about, you know, these hard calls that you go on, the difficult things. Sometimes things that seem out of your control. Because of what you know about God and how in control he is of life, eternity, death itself does that give you any comfort on the hardest places the hardest calls yeah it does um you know i've been on some very tough calls in my career especially as a detective you know on some really horrible calls and i just in the back of my mind i think you know there's just i'm there mm. for for some reason you know the most recent call out that i went on was a drug overdose for this individual he was around your age in his 30s had passed away from a drug overdose. The family was there. I mean, it was horrible upset. And I'm just, you know, it's like, why am I in this situation here? Like, this is just, there's no. How can I bring any healing? Yeah, there's to no this? good situation of this whatsoever. And so I, you know, I dealt with that. Fast forward two weeks later, and I had an individual that knew about my position out of Kasha at the church there because it's in the same areas where the drug overdose was and they were interested in, in the church. I had no connection to this person. And then we got to talking and she said, yeah, my friend recently passed away from a drug overdose. And I said, and I asked who it was and she told me who it was and it was the individual that I was the call out on. And, and there's no way you could have known and this connection that gave us, happened. That gave us a bond. That gave us a connection to start with for me to be able to have a conversation with this female and you know try, try to convince her that she does even come to church. And I just feel like if I, we had no connection to begin with, the conversation wasn't going anywhere until that point. And all of a sudden, boom, there's a connection. It worked. And if God wouldn't have put me at that overdose call two weeks prior for I had no reason of why I needed to be there, that connection would never happen. This person would probably never been interested in trying to come to find their life in Christ. And I guess that reinforces in your life every difficult call, every moment that you're thinking, God, I have no response except what I'm trained to do. How can you help me beyond this? And yet God is showing, I put you in places for a purpose, which means every other call should be those kind of things you preach to your heart where you're saying, God, you've already shown once or twice or three or four. You've shown numerous times I'm here on a purpose. So I got to believe for this time, as awful as it is, I'm here for a purpose. You know, and one of the things I always think about, there was a song by Shane and Shane. It's called Though You Slay Me. And in it, John Piper comes on and he has this little blurb and he talks about, you know, when your when your mom gets cancer, when the car careens off the road and hits the kid. He he says all these awful things, but he says, 
remember this light and momentary affliction is nothing to be compared with the way the glory that soon awaits us. So he says, and he says, the only way that affliction is light or momentary is if it's true that there's a glory that soon awaits us. That's nothing to be compared with it. And I just hope that you hear today just from our hearts that um, we're depending on a God who's dependable. We're having faith in a God who is faithful. And we don't just use these words to prop something up that isn't true. We have a God who is all true, that he is truly man, truly God, when he was upon this earth, that he was fully man, fully God. Like he was everything that we never could have lived up to, and he lives up to it so that he can bring us along with him by clothing us in his righteousness so I can stand right before God one day. He, he dies for me, takes on my guilt so I don't have a sin debt. He took my debt on. There's there's no greater story. It's the story of stories. And as the master storyteller tells the story, guess what? He will resurrect. Why? Because he's the storyteller over all of it. So I hope that you're depending on the storyteller during these days. The resurrection changes everything. And that through him, you can have life. Not death. Life. Well, thank you for joining us on Go and Be the Church. I'm Josh. I was Adam. Appreciate your time.